All right, Jeremy, what do you have today? Lies, cover-ups, and unidentified flying objects. What do you have? I have non-citizen cops who can arrest American citizens on American soil. And I have a street preacher. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Non-citizen cops who can arrest American citizens on American soil. I have uh, a street preacher who puts it all on the line, Jeremy, all of it. And I have a World War III update. Let's do it. Okay, people, let's begin. Get up, everybody! Are you ready to be baited? I hope so. Baited with the truth, because you're listening to the Truth Bait Podcast! I'm documentary filmmaker and podcaster Andrew Marcus, and with me always, as we deconstruct America's propaganda war and reconstruct America's cultural narrative in our image, documentary filmmaker and podcaster... The one and only Rebel Pundit, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Siegel! Yes. Jeremy! Thank you. We made it. We've done it. <laughs> we made Finally. it to the episode. Woo! Wow. This has been a day plagued Nobody. with uh, technical difficulties we are now, it's it's 4 p.m. Central. We are recording our Tuesday episode without fail. To the best of our ability, for sure. <laughs> yes. Or to, wow. To the worst of our ability. And it's still, wor- is it still working? Is it as everything? <laughs> so I'm still far, recording. I'm rolling. Everything's rolling. We got entirely through the intro. Did it sound like it slowed down to you at all? Did the intro slow for you? Nope. The music worked. Everything I think everything worked that wow. time. Wow. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's, I think we need okay. to do this. We have and get something it over to be excited before. about. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe look, we should screw up every episode that bad. We'd probably sound really happy and enthusiastic. We are like so we do happy now. to have liftoff. <laughs> before we forget, before this, uh, we have more technical difficulties. Ladies and gentlemen, please share the show. Thank you for listening. Share the show, rate the show, favorite the show, leave a comment on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, at Spotify. You can rate it. We're Wherever you're listening to the podcast, please rate it and leave a comment and share the show and write us at truth at truthbait.com. Specifically, Rob D in Illinois, rate the show. Ooh, what's going on with Rob, Rob D? Told me, what's happening here? Rob told me, yeah, Rob told me that he loves the podcast. He's listened to every episode and he's been sharing it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Wait, you. So why are Thank you. you. But he also him to rate the show. Because, it sounds like he's doing a lot of heavy he lifting. Ad- no, he admitted to me that he still hasn't rated it. That is And I that said I was going to call the, him out. That should be the prerequisite to being a producer is going and rating the show. And if you want to become I an executive him, producer, you also have to leave a comment. Uh, at Apple yep, Podcasts I, on the show. 
I said, well, now I get to call you out, and I just did it. But Rob, thank you for sharing the show. Keep sharing the show. That's really the most important thing. And rating the show. So go rate the show, too. What do you want to start with today, Jeremy? You've got the uh, UFOs I gather from what you told me? Yeah, but that's the big distraction. What do you have? You have... You have uh, something that sounded crazy. Non-citizen, <laughs> non-citizen cops. <laughs> Chicago gets n- just crazier and crazier, Jeremy. This is actually, this is not even just Chicago. This is the entire state of Illinois. Uh, they're talking about having, they're, they're about to pass. Uh, non-citizens can serve as police in Illinois. I have a clip from Senator Rose of Illinois, state senator Republican, uh, and uh, it's just his response on the on the the floor of the Senate in Illinois. Why on earth would we the most important power of any government, the most important power that must be conferred with absolute concern for how it is employed and how it can be abused, is the power to arrest. We listen every day in this building to debates about the police powers of the state of Illinois. And yet here we are conferring the police power, the ability to arrest a citizen of the state of Illinois, or frankly, a visitor to Illinois from anywhere else in the United States of America, an American citizen, to a non-citizen. I get that everybody's running away from law enforcement in Chicago because of everything the state of Illinois has done to law enforcement in the city of Chicago. But to backfill that and hand the power to arrest and detain a citizen of this state or this in, citizen of any state in the United States to a non-citizen is a fundamental breach of democracy it is antithetical to the police power of any state. <clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> Illinois, man. Yeah, I but don't if know you what to think say. about, if you think about how short-sighted what he's talking about is, okay. obviously he's not seeing the big picture <laughs> because think of all the jobs you could have for all of the people that DeSantis and Abbott are flying up to Chicago. I- Clearly, that's what's going to happen. I, you know, no. And so, to be serious, it's not. That's not the group it's going to be. Those are uh, illegal aliens, uh, uh, charitably called uh, migrant refugees. Um, but what they're talking about are basically DACA children, kids who have been here their whole lives, whose parents are illegal. Uh, th- those are the those are the kids. Those are the people that I think that this is really aimed at. And well, it doesn't matter so. either way. I don't think that's who it is. You, what do you think? It's the UN. Yep. Yeah, I think it's, it's the UN peacekeepers. I think that they have so they've made law enforcement such a toxic uh, career now. That this is, they're, they're desperate. They can't fill any of their positions. Right. But think about it. They just had, didn't 
uh, what's his name? Pizza face. My kids call him, uh, the governor there. Pritzker. Yes. Um, didn't he just have this whole thing of, uh, peacekeepers, these yellow vest peacekeepers he sent into Chicago. Right. Ex-offenders. I think a lot of them were. In some, well, in some cases, I'm I'm not opposed to that because a lot of the ex-offenders I know in Chicago, I would definitely, I would trust them over some of the police in Chicago that I've seen. Right, no, I didn't mean it. Uh, uh, don't but, attack me, Jeremy. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, though, that, that that doesn't, to me, that might not necessarily need to disqualify them based on, you know, what's going on in Chicago. A lot of they those are people more qualified are the ones who are trying to turn things around. Than- Right. People who are not citizens. <laughs> right, right, right. But but here, I think, no, you're going to have the, pretty soon, instead of the yellow vest peacekeepers, you're going to have the blue helmet right. or the white helmet UN coming. peacekeepers. And it's going to be necessary because the yellow peacekeepers, who I think are probably mostly like Nation of Islam, they've tried this before where they have uh, Nation of Islam uh, people come in and say they're going to patrol the neighborhoods and and uh, be keeping the peace, and they never do. But um, yeah, I think that's that might be what's coming next. This sounds like a sounds great for your city, <laughs> and it's part of the way of breaking down. So citizenship just continues to mean less and less. <laughs> Eventually, it means nothing. Since we're talking about illegals. Well, I guess we were talking about, I don't know if we were talking about illegals, but we're talking about immigration, I suppose. Uh, I have a, a clip that was sent in uh, from Janice and AZ, uh, Janice in Arizona. Oh, yeah. We haven't heard from her for a while. She's been communicating on and off. Uh, I was little things I thought she quit the show. No, 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 no. She's one of our most dedicated listeners. She has rated okay, the show. She has. Brings yeah. a smile to my face. Oh, yes. No, she's very dedicated. <laughs> oh, yes. No. I like when I put those together. Uh, so this clip is, remember, she, she was the one who sent us the uh, Unitarian Universalists. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that was it, and that was a great find. Great, great find. Great segment. Uh, and very illuminating. If anybody is uh, doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, there's you have to go back and look at our previous. I've gotten episodes. a lot of feedback on a lot was. of people. A lot of people have told me they always thought that that was, that they were a little kooky there, but they didn't realize how sinister and Marxist they were. And your your uh, dissection of that speech was. Very good. Oh, well, thank you. And uh, well, <laughs> there's this is going to be a theme I think that is going to reoccur is the uh, Unitarian Universalists because listen to this. This comes. This is a clip from uh, Ben Berkwam, who is a I think he's he's a citizen journalist, but he also works for Real America's Voice. Yeah, I think I've seen him uh, floating around some of the street type events. In Arizona, Maybe he was very like active in Arizona right. with uh, yeah, seen him on Bannon's Jordan show. Cran- yep, Cranston, Cranston, Conradson. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so here he is. He went to, uh, right near the border where there is an illegal alien camp that is being. Paid for by U.S. taxpayers on our side of the border. No, on the, yes, on our side of the border. 
So this operation here, No More Deaths, is actually part of the Universalist Unitarian Church out of Tucson. They're funded in part by Pima County. Not only are they providing food and water and blankets and support for the cartel, uh, for the scouts and for the illegals coming across, they actually have a facility here that houses them. And you got people running from building to building. This place is full of illegals and that's what th this whole entire thing is designed to protect illegals. They are aiding and abetting the invasion of our country. You go straight from this facility down south, you run into the end of the wall. That's where the drug smugglers are coming through. That's where the child traffickers are coming through. The human traffickers are coming through. That's where the MS-13 gang members are coming through. That's where terrorists are coming through. It, what he They had a drone that went over this little, uh, it looks like a little shanty town. Probably, you know, 20 or 30 buildings, maybe. And when the drone goes overhead, it's just a bunch of people scurrying between the buildings. Are you part of the organization? Who are all the people that are here? They don't they son the la la the personas. I don't know. You don't know? No. Oh. Where are you from? Why? I'm just doing a story on it. No la migra. <laughs> Why would it matter? Are the people here not supposed to be here? Are they here legally or illegally? Illegal? Okay. How many people? You don't know? Thirty? Trenta? Maybe. Okay. They were super concerned that I was Border Patrol or police. He even said, don't tell Border Patrol. He said, don't tell Border Patrol. Border Patrol knows about this place. They raided it before. They should raid it every single day. Hat tip to Ben <laughs> for going and doing <laughs> that. Yeah, I think you have to be careful filming a, a, a story like that. There's a lot of holes in the desert, and these people aren't messing around. I said it wrong. I was saying uni I was saying Unitarian Universalist. It's Universal Unitarians uh, or Universalist Unitarians. This is a crooked outfit, by my personal opinion. <laughs> I want to be careful there. Uh, and the government is paying them. They're a vendor. Wow. So they're. They're paying the Unitarians? Is what it sounds like. Well, it sounds like what, what Ben said was that this organization, No More Deaths, is a uh, part of the universal Universalist Unitarians. So this operation here, No More Deaths, is actually part of the Universalist Unitarian Church. Yep. I think I had a cousin that was part of that church. So it's Antifa. That's basically Antifa on the border. Yeah, that's who it would be to help them coming across. That church is good at helping people break laws or providing assistance anyways. Well, yep. would you go down there? I, well, I would not go down there. You don't want to. No. Why? Do you have an opportunity for us to go down there? <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> I would be way out of my element down there. I don't know the area. I don't even know the way of life. I feel like there's no way I could tell any effective story. Uh, my Spanish so is as good as it. his. My Spanish is as good as his. We could go down, do a little... <laughs> Short film. I have an idea. You go down and then send footage back and I'll edit it. 
<laughs> you don't have to edit a thing, Jeremy. You just film. <laughs> yeah. That's tempting. <clears throat> That'd be the easy. I would get the, I would say that that would be the easy part then the going down there and getting the footage. That would be the easy part. Uh, well, I just would say, of course, this is happening. We're facilitating all of these people to come in. It's mostly for labor. We seem to want them to come in illegally rather than legally because then we don't have to deal with them as citizens. If they just went to Florida, DeSantis could have sent them up north. I'm sure that they go from here to Florida. <laughs> uh, so I have I have a campaign update. That's not That won't take too long. You want to hear a campaign update? Uh, sure. Presidential campaign 24 update here. And we have to get a jingle for that too. I'm making a point note of that. Uh, election jingle must. Okay. We got to get something pageant with pageantry. Um, there is, I thought you would like, I actually pulled these for you, because you and I have talked about the term woke before. What is it you think about the term woke, Jeremy? Woke is the result of a successful Marxist dialectical attack against you and I to defeat us and destroy our identity. Are you talking about the concept or are you talking about the word? Both. Do you like the word woke? Do you like that, that, that there's this pushback against the word woke? Who's pushing back? In this case, it's Trump. Listen to this. It's gone sick. And I don't like the term woke because I hear woke, woke, woke. You know, it's like just a term that use half the people can't even define it. They don't know what it is. Yes, I love that. He just won me back. <laughs> so, Jeremy, if you recall, when you and I talked about this, we spent an entire segment talking about woke as a term. Do you think he's listening to truth? It's possible. What else is he doing? Uh, so he, you talked about that that the term woke itself and the debate around wokeness is the dialectic. That is the trap. They want us debating that. They want mm -hmm. us obsessed with woke. Does that encapsulate what you had said? Well, they want they. It doesn't matter. It's is is if we're talking about it. We're in the sorcerer's circle, so to speak. We're right where they want us. Whether we're talking about it good or talking about it bad, but what, what we're not correctly identifying it as a Marxist line of effort, both the term itself and the idea of, of talking about it. So the media, they heard Trump's comment and immediately... <clears throat> read it as an attack on DeSantis, and perhaps it was. You know, DeSantis, his whole theme is where woke goes to die. And so the media immediately runs to DeSantis to get his comment. Trump said that woke is bad. You know, woke isn't a good term. What do you think of that? Was he attacking you? 
said he doesn't like to use woke because people don't know what it means. That's obviously been a big part of your messaging. What do you say to that? Look, we know what woke is. It's a form of cultural Marxism. It's about putting merit and achievement behind identity politics. And it's basically a war on the truth. And as that has infected institutions, it has corrupted a lot of institutions. So you've got to be willing to fight the woke. We've done it in Florida. And we proudly uh, consider ourselves the state where woke goes to die. Now, what did you think of that answer? I would be critical. He said it's a form of cultural Marxism. I would just say that it is cultural Marxism. But, okay, I kind of like the response. It, right? I kind of, I kind of like the response. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I like that he said Marxism, but he should he should say it. And it might be that might even be better than than Trump bringing Marxism into the into the conversation. That's that is what it is. But I, I would. Yeah, I I think that you get stop this woke branding. People don't actually know what woke is and call it for what it is. It's Marxism. I liked that people the, know what Marxism is. Old people, young people, middle-aged people. I know people. But most people they uh, so many people think that it is a fantasy like that. No, there's no Marxists here, except for those that are declaring that they're Marxists, that they, they don't have a problem admitting it. But look, I, what I thought was really fascinating about it was how quickly the media was salivating over the back and forth. Yeah. Now either they're salivating over it because it's just a back and forth and they know they can get clicks out of it, or they are really, really happy to push that, uh, that, that woke battle. No matter what, because if you're debating the term at all, you're in, like you say, you're in the sorcerer's circle at that point. Yeah, and I think it's that's almost like the point Trump. I don't know what the point he's making, but the because you played such a short clip of it, but I I agree. Like we've got to get away from the term woke. We don't need to be talking. about about woke in as much as long as you're talking about it and using that word that's what they want you doing and they want the back and forth daily mail who ran this story to begin with it's funny you know i i you know i watched the video and then it spits up the video stops playing it spits up a new video at me and it's it's this one mr president when you came into office and that's Mike Huckabee interviewing Donald Trump, and it's during Trump's presidency. Mr. President, when you came into office, America had gone through a long period where people quit saying Merry Christmas. It was all happy holidays. You deliberately changed that that's and true. openly said, Merry Christmas, we're going to say it again. In fact, was it was that part of my campaign, Mike. Yeah. You know, the country had started with this woke, I guess, uh, a little bit before that. Yeah. And it was embarrassing for stores to say Merry Christmas. You'd see these big chains. They want your money, but they don't want to say Merry Christmas. I love the music is like the soundtrack to Shawshank Redemption, I think. <laughs> but he, I mean, he was using the term. So, Oh, yeah. It, it seems to me that this is, he was, he was trying to That's... get at DeSantis with the comment about woke. He doesn't like woke because it's being used as such an effect. He can't use it now. That's what he doesn't like about I don't it, think, is that DeSantis is beating so. him to it. I don't see. I don't think so. I think he was obviously listening to us. <laughs> and he got the picture. That's possible. That is possible. It just happens to be that DeSantis is screwing everything up, doing what he's doing. So 
Trump got it right. Listen to Truth Bait. He should tweet Truth Bait on Truth Social. I was, if you're listening right now, Mr. President, how about a share? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, please share the show with Don Jr. I think Don Jr. would like this show a lot. Well, uh, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to do your distraction? I have a World War Three update, so I don't know if you want to do Let's real do... news or distraction first. No, I think the... We can do the distraction. Okay. Um, do what do you? I mean, I don't. What do you, it, if it's a distraction? I don't know. You're talking about the UFOs. Like, have you heard about the UFOs? It's very spooky. Do you, Do you believe in UFOs? Well, I do believe that there are flying objects that we have not identified. I don't think that makes them alien from, okay. from another planet. <laughs> I can go along with that. I think China probably could fly a few things over us and we would not be able to identify them. <laughs> Those would be UFOs. I could go with that. <laughs> I could go with that too. Um, to me, have you noticed like in the last, I don't know, Two years, maybe a little bit longer. The subject of UFOs is is really like moved from tabloid into more mainstream media. Yes, and and to be a more serious uh, subject for discussion. I have. They, there's a lot of U.S. Air Force uh, stuff that gets put out, which gives it a, a real official. Uh, patina yeah i and it's because like in the midst of everything that's going on with covid and a coup and stolen elections and then trump for a while was like we're gonna get to the bottom of the you know kennedy assassination and we're gonna get the information about ufos um so I was just, I've been wondering why, why UFOs? So part, I mean, part of it is like there's UFOs are sort of, they're always in there with like the Alex Jones show. Like there's always these Alex Jones types. David Icke is one of them in, in uh, Europe or Australia. I forget which one where they've got a lot of solid, information on globalism and the global conspiracies with the global governance issues and such but then they're also into lizard people and ufos and stuff like that so it always seems to put them into cuckoo land you know that there's aliens and the election was stolen then somebody that's outside of that circle says oh you think the election was stolen and you think there's aliens so that must mean the election wasn't stolen because you're crazy. Um, and I've always thought of that, too. You've got, I mean, there's certainly plenty of objects flying around, but now it's like getting put into overdrive. Yes. It's we've really gotta get to the, a big subject right now. Right. And we've got to get to the bottom of the UFOs. Now, perhaps there is some real reason to get to the bottom of the ufos like you said i i i wouldn't be surprised if there there's some 
uh, you know, non weather balloons flying over that they don't know what it is. Maybe they're flying a lot faster than the weather balloons. Maybe they were flying over while the, everyone was looking at the weather balloon that was flying over. And you see these <laughs> yeah. videos come right. out, you know, you get these videos of things moving fast and you got a fighter pilot going, woo, wow, like it. So I found that. So today it's like Gateway, Drudge Report, Off the Press. You know what Off the Press is? No. Off the Press is another sort of headline aggregator like Drudge Report. And I think Joe Curl, who used to be an editor of Drudge Report, runs this site. So it's a lot like Drudge, but, you know, I think because Drudge clearly changed a lot, uh, or at least appeared to change a lot at the end of Trump's uh, first term and really took a turn to what seemed to be the left, um, then this off the press came out and they, they're on the, you know, they're on target with a lot of up to the minute headlines just like the drudge report was um so i'm so i'm seeing these headlines this whistleblower comes out now there's a whistleblower about ufos this from high up intelligence in the u.s government i saw that headline yeah did you look into it at all no why? <laughs> because I think it's bogus. I think we're being played. <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Jeremy, if there were aliens, do you think that the first thing they would do is coordinate with these, with our current leadership to cover it up? <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that would be their um, first priority. Yeah, I and I... Just to make sure, like uh, that, it's not just sort of internet media and stuff talking about it. I found a like an ABC clip. They were this was in uh, December, a few months ago. Um, so this will sort of give you just some background. I think that leads into this whistleblower, um, and and there's a couple terms to get familiar with, different than UFO. Um, here we go. Let me see if I can play it. U.S. intelligence agencies confirm hundreds of additional UAP sightings have been reported. UAPs. Unidentified aerial projectile? No. (laughs) UAP stands for unidentified aerial phenomena, otherwise known as... Unidentified aerial phenomena. So that would have been the northern lights back before people knew what that was. Could be, could have been some smoke from fireworks, I suppose. Something that wasn't there before that's there now that somebody saw chemtrails. in the sky. <laughs> chemtrails yeah. or UAPs. Is it chemtrails <laughs> or contrails? Oh, I don't know. That's, a, I think that's it's another both, one I don't actually. put a lot of stock Start in. looking into it and you'll find it's both. It's chemtrails and it's contrails. Ah. Uh, and I don't know if there's a difference No, I think contrail is what a plane normally does just with, you know... Uh, it's normal exhaust. I think chemtrails are the chemical output from seeding the clouds, seeding the sky. I see. I see. Okay. Well, 
Here we go. Known as UFOs. The annual report on unidentified aerial phenomena now reveals 366 new close encounters since an agency was formed in 2021 to track them. That's so there's a new agency formed to track. Now, is that why they rebranded it? Because I'm trying to understand why they would rebrand it, except to remove it from the the atmosphere of conspiracy, which UFO has. Yeah, and, and they give get it something to scientific. That. Right. More than double the number reported in the previous 17 years combined. Oh my gosh, dude! Wow, look at that's the fighter pilots blown away by what they're seeing and suppose and really like grainy video. I guess they'd have really bad cameras on those planes. You ever seen any of these videos that come out of the UFOs? Yes. The most advanced it's technology the, on the planet. And it's most, always like a right. an old 1987, <laughs> yeah, 11 like they video shot camera. It on a, right. <laughs> like where are they taking these videos with? You can never get a clear image of the UFO. They've got million dollar cameras on these planes. Officials say they can explain less than half those encounters. Usually a mix of drones, balloons, or birds. The rest remain a mystery. Like this Navy pilot's video from 2004, showing a group of unknown aviators seemingly defying the laws of physics. There's a whole fleet of them. Oh my gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Or this inexplicable run-in off the coast of California in 2015. Whoa, close. Pentagon officials say it's not time to call the men in black just yet. They say it's crucial to track, investigate, and disclose reported incidents to help protect national security and safety for all Earthling flyers. Uh, I think one of the key points in this report, you know, given given the potential uh, hazard that UAPs do present, notably there's been no reported collisions. One reason for the spike in UFO sightings, officials say they've been working to destigmatize the topic in the name of safety. Destigmatize, that was your point, kind of, to, except she calls it UFO. She doesn't call it the UAP, but to destigmatize it. So they're like normalizing it. Are they getting ready for yes. people to be looking up in the sky, looking for objects to report? I don't know. It's like, what what could be behind it? So this new, so now there's this new thing, this whistleblower, right? This guy, it came, at some, and in fact, Michael L. in Vernon Hills tipped me off to this story this morning. And then I, a little while later, I found it on uh, Gateway Pundit. Headline is, uh, we're definitely not alone. U.S. possesses, quote, non-human origin, end quote, aircraft with pilot remains, reveals decorated combat veteran turned UFO whistleblower. <laughs> so CIA spook. <laughs> totally. One thousand percent. You watch this video. The guy, the smirks that are on this guy's face, it's like they couldn't have found a worse actor mm. to pull off this role. Maybe that's part of the strategy, is that he almost doesn't seem like he's a, a real actor, except he does seem like he's a real bad actor. Um, so the story here is coming from The Hill. 
It's a show on the Hill called News Nation. And it sort of comes across as like a well-produced, regular sort of mainstream media production. Um, Take a listen and just see what sort of things jump out at you here. I I have cut some things out of it because it was a long clip, but it was hard to cut some of the stuff because it just was kept getting weirder and weirder. Hang on, let me... Do you want a hat? Uh, a listener and an executive producer named Ann asked me, is that a real piece of foil or is that a sound effect foil? The answer is both. It's a sound effect that was created from a real piece of aluminum foil. And we should auction off that aluminum foil. So you're not crinkling it every single time? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, that just totally ruined it for me. <laughs> we're we're going to edit out I could, this segment. <laughs> I could picture you. I could picture you always crinkling this foil and uh, like laughing about you it. You know, and you're not doing. And that. you and Anne have now ruined the theater of the mind for all of our wow. listeners. Well, you should have lied. I can't. I'm not doing that. This is the Truth Bait <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I lie on all of my other podcasts. UFOs exist. The U.S. government found quite a number of them, and they are indeed of non-human origin. Indeed. Those are the explosive allegations from a former intelligence officer tonight in a whistleblower complaint that the inspector general is taking very seriously. You know, non-human could mean chimpanzee. Yeah. Non-human could mean anything. Could mean birds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do they fly. say non-earthly. Flying squirrels. The Air Force veteran David Grush is exposing what he calls a top-secret military program that has reportedly found wreckage of fully intact UFOs. Did you hear that? <laughs> fully intact. No wreckage <laughs> no, this is my point if it's wreckage how is wreckage. it fully intact <laughs> wreckage of fully intact right. ufos <laughs> doesn't make any sense <laughs> wouldn't it not be wreckage it was a soft <laughs> landing <laughs> yeah wouldn't it have gone and flown away <laughs> if it was fully intact you're right this is uh, this is beginning to sound suspect <laughs> <laughs> The government now calls them UAPs, or Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. For years, there have been whispers and rumors that the government had aircraft of non-human origin. This report is the first evidence it might be true. The inspector general has called Grush's complaint urgent and credible. Tonight, we have a world television exclusive interview with the whistleblower in which he claims we not only have the aircraft, but the government has been keeping much of it secret from Congress and from the They've been The government has been keeping it secret from Congress. They're part of the government, aren't they? That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just those kind of things in the beginning of their report had me, you know, scratching my head a little bit. When for the is, very first time, when is Sweeps Week? <laughs> when is the when is the big week that they do all the ratings for 
<laughs> for all the advertising for the year? I don't know. That's a good question. This is like uh, Shark Week. Alien Week. Yeah. There's a legal alien, and then there are unidentified anomalous phenomena aliens. Right. Are we allowed to call them aliens? We should probably call them immigrants. Right. Or migrants. Migrants. They Unidentified might be they anomalous be, phenomena migrants. It's possible that these aliens have socialism on their home planets that they're fleeing. They, that would make them bonafide <laughs> refugees. Yeah. All right. Here we go. First time the world is about to hear from a former high-level U.S. intelligence officer who says the government has some of the unidentified craft in its possession. He is revealing these exclusive details about the secret government program. This story's in a lot of places. Drudge Report, Off the Press. I've seen it all around. I even have clips from Bannon. Did this former I mean, intel officer also sign a document that said that the Hunter Biden laptop was was probably Russian uh, <laughs> Russian yeah, disinformation? Yeah, <laughs> probably. He at least works with a with the with the same team, probably. We're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Oh my gosh, <laughs> We have all seen these blurry videos of unidentified flying objects. Video evidence, if you will, that old tales of UFOs may not all be conspiracy theories. In recent years, Congress starting an official U.S. government Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, recently renamed the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or ARO. And now in a News Nation exclusive, David Grush, an Air Force veteran, former member of that task force, and veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, is formally blowing the whistle on secrets he says no one has ever shared publicly before. You are secrets no one has ever shared publicly before are coming to you right now. It's very sensational. Ready? I hope you got your seatbelt on. Uh, one am, of the... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. ...most trusted former intelligence officials in the U.S. defense. They had to get a British investigator or reporter here to do the interview, of course. That's a big tip lately, I think. Start looking at all of these weird ops that are going on, and there's always a British guy involved. It's like every movie and television show. Yeah. All the Americans are actually British. Right. (laughs) It's an intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes. Grush sitting down with award-winning investigative journalist Ross Coulthart, who's reporting for News Nation and has spent years reporting on the UFO question. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. Does it even sound? How does he legitimate? know if he wasn't given access to them? 
Right? And then they even come on to say that in the report. Listen. I thought it was totally nuts. And I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me. They were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. By the way, he never tells us the name of the program. And they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. Grush alleges the U.S. government has recovered non-human craft for decades. He's filed a whistleblower complaint saying he gave what he calls the classified proof to Congress and the intelligence community inspector general. News Nation has confirmed David Grush's credentials and resume. We've not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. He says he can't show us the proof for national security reasons. He also tells... <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> but all of these people could come to him with evidence, even though that was also a breach right. of national all security. All these people came and told him what was going on. And now he's telling all of us what's going on. But we have to just but trust he can't. But we can't tell us everything because that would be a national security mm-hmm. issue. Okay. Why, well, why do you think this? Is, why, why do you think? Well, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I don't, I, I mean, I, I, there's some theories like why, why are they pushing this? ufo stuff out because it's clearly an op and there's no question about that why do they want to feed you know or fuel the speculation of alien life you know and other planets and that the government has some sort of you know cover up over you know this information that they're not letting us have I've seen some people speculate that that's because they want to create a hysteria. And this is something that you would think could create a hysteria. You know, they're there. You could put enough fake information out there that seems legitimate and people start to panic, you know, that they could create, you know, this, hysterical vibe among a certain group of people out there. That's one idea. I, th- I guess that's possible. And, and then, an, you know, another one is I think that they like people buying into fake theories, conspiracy theories, and people right now in this time easily do that because there's so much crazy stuff going on that people are kind of clamoring for answers and because we have a distrust in the regime and in the media which are the same thing now uh these types of things give us more red meat you know and re reason for distrust to i mean i don't buy into this at all. I, I'm with you. I think there are UFOs. They're probably from China and Russia or they're drones or they're balloon yeah, clubs or they're from DARPA. Illinois. 
you know, right. That's the, 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 the right. It could be our own the right hand. Right. Could be our own military with, you know, supersonic jets and whatever. And then of course you had that. Isn't this funny too? You had that big boom yesterday. Did you see the, or over the weekend? The yeah. Sonic the, boom. Yeah. The, the, the family of the, uh, the, 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 I guess they were conservative. Uh, uh, the mother was a, uh, board member on the NRA and it was, she wasn't on the plane, but her daughter and granddaughter were on the plane. Right. They but all, how, I don't even died. know how that was, but I don't even know how that was. The, the first headline was that there was this major explosion and, and boom. Yeah. And I went and listened in to Washington, DC. It doesn't sound like any sonic boom I've ever heard before, but I'm, I didn't even clip it. I'm no expert in this. So I didn't even bother. Have you heard a lot of sonic booms? I, maybe a couple, but like this one sounded like it was a very, abrupt like a, an abrupt sound like it, it didn't the the sonic booms i've heard in the past had sort of a tail like that you could hear the 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 sound you know trail off um uh-huh. this didn't have that it was just i don't know boom. if i've ever heard yeah i don't know if i've ever heard a sonic boom or not if i have i don't remember it but i know what the headlines were all day Sonic boom. <laughs> you Are know, you suggesting that major was a cover explosion. up for a vehicle entry into our atmosphere? No, I don't know if, but I think it's an interesting timing that that came and then now there's unidentified uh, aerial phenomenon coming out two days later with a whistleblower from high level intelligence officer in the government it's kind of interesting right. timing, maybe they're just it? getting ready to test a whole bunch of new vehicles all of the in my opinion the these crash vehicles that they won't allow them access to which therefore are definitively many alien spacecraft yeah right. those are old uh old now but at the time they were experimental aircraft that we were building <laughs> and we were using the alien story as a great cover whenever there was a crash everyone oh my god aliens nobody's thinking oh right. my god secret weapon secret weapon airplane right <laughs> you know right. that's it's it's much better than it's aliens so I, I wonder if we aren't getting ready to test a whole new weapon system there's going to be a whole lot of reports coming in and we can direct it all towards this uh, uh, UFO or uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAP. Yeah, the uh, Aero Aero Agency. Exactly. Yeah, A A R O or whatever. And then it, 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 you can work it the other direction too. Now the federal government has an avenue into every kook. <laughs> they could go visit with every <laughs> kook. I also like what you were talking about, where it seems like it's it is. Uh, it's a mechanism by which to give people who cling on to conspiracy theories. Another piece of red meat. And so then when they are around the dinner table and they're saying, yeah, the election was stolen and can you even believe they're covering up the aliens? It's like, okay, now I'm not listening to anything you have to say. Right. It's a way right. of, you know, subversively discrediting the, people. This guy just comes, he just even, and if you watch the video, it's on, it's on Gateway Pundit uh, today. So anybody that wants to see it can find it there. It's on Twitter. It's kind of all over. But I mean, this guy just totally looks like he's making all of this up or at least knows what he's saying isn't true or at least knows what he's saying is just hearsay and wondering if anybody's actually going to buy he's it. laughing because he can't believe how much he's getting paid 
<laughs> to right. spread this nonsense. And you know the the problem for this whole thing? Even if they had exquisite video in, in high def, 4K, in 8K, of an, an alien spacecraft landing at the White House and coming out and helping Joe Biden up off the floor from having fallen down. I'm sitting here looking at, no one's going to believe it. I'm sitting here looking at an Arnold Schwarzenegger sings about uh, rainbows. Isn't it a place you can get to by a boat or a train? Is far, far away. Behind the moon. Beyond the rain. Somewhere over the rainbow. I'm not kidding you. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger's face. <laughs> Digitally plastered onto Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, and it is flawless. It looks like him. It even sounds like him. Is it, what is it, AI? Yes. Wow. So this AI stuff, that's interesting. We're going to have to do some more digging into AI. But, yeah, you're not going to be able to distinguish anything anymore that's real or unreal. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't believe it. I these days, I barely. I don't believe Joe Biden is even still alive. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) okay, Mister Q. (laughs) I'm just saying that I. I, Yeah, we live in a world of lies and make believe. So, do you want to hear some more from this guy? I guess. (laughs) What what is he going to tell us? I just thought the report was pretty funny. All right, well, if you want to play more, play more. Craft himself, but has talked extensively uh, with other intelligence officials who have. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, Mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but what about the whole world? The whole world. I mean, can you possibly believe the idea that the American government would lie to its people? Right. <laughs> it's funny. There's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical. And that I agree with. Right. <laughs> You're part of it, dude. And immoral. You are saying to the human race for the first time an official intelligence representative at a high level from the u.s government they keep saying high level they don't say his rank Mm. i mean this whole thing is just a big propaganda piece is saying publicly we are not alone we're definitely not alone absolutely the data points empirically that we're not alone yeah the data points empirically that we're not alone (laughs) (laughs) there's been no data there's nothing. Oh, the no, data this, is that this, this the data is there are data. more. Yeah, there are more. Uh, there are more claims, more spotted UAPs out there than ever before. Maybe that's because people have better equipment. Do we have bodies? Do we have species? Of well, non-human? naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots and. Uh, believe it or not, as fan- as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. 
It's all <laughs> okay. his, wow. face. His, his, his face. His face when, when he says, says it's true. It's like, like there's, there's no, no possible, possible way even he believes this. He does not sound like he believes it. No. no. That was said with zero conviction whatsoever. Zero. Yes. yes. You, gotta you gotta watch it. it. I, 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 I wish I could be had a technology to show video through the podcast right now. It's also harder for people to wrap their minds around the concept of a crashed object from somewhere else. It's easier to accept that, yeah, we see things in the sky that we can't explain. So they break away to this investigative uh, reporter. It's, this is great. Journalist Leslie Kane broke Rush's whistleblower story this morning in the debrief. Miss Kane's career has been mainstream and credible. Did you hear that? Yes, she is bonafide. Her career has been mainstream and credible. Yeah, not like Jim Hoft or uh, uh, Jordan Conradson. These are not mainstream, credible reporters. Let's get so listen to this. Kane's career has been mainstream and credible, having written a series of reports on UFOs in the New York Times dating back to 2017. <laughs> She's been a mainstream and credible UFO correspondent. <laughs> yeah, for five years, <laughs> dating back to 2017. <laughs> She's the most credible we've ever had. He has the credentials, but there's no documents that he's handed over. There's no pictures. And as a journalist, you want to see documents. You want to see pictures. Does that raise a red flag? Not at all, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> evidence? I don't even... Evidence? No. That's not a problem. She's, she's an investor. This is a bona fide credentialed investigative reporter that has been writing articles for the New York Times about UFOs since way back when in 2017. And is it a problem that we're lacking evidence? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, you mean documents that actually describe the craft? Correct. That, yeah, like government yeah. documents, or to, to be able to see it for ourselves. Of course, don't we all want that? And uh, the problem with that is all of that information is classified. You know, as we said in the story, everything that Grush told Congress and told the the um, Inspector General of both the IC, the Intelligence Community Inspector General, and the Department of Defense Inspector General, all of that information is classified. In 2017, Kane reported exclusively in the New York Times that the Pentagon had a secret UFO program. Three years later, the Pentagon confirmed her story. Her latest report is even more explosive, but Kane says she has multiple sources who back up Grush's story. I believe it because of all the sources I have who have told me the same thing. So who am I to doubt these very, very high-level people who have been inside these programs for decades? have done their work and are all telling me the same thing. I mean, I, I don't think there's some kind of conspiracy among all these people who don't know each other to make something like this up. So that's an investigative report. Well, when she puts it that way, I have no reason to doubt when all of these people are coming and telling me the same thing. Why do I need to look into that any deeper? I think it's funny. I've got to be blunt about this. Yeah. You're not making this up. This no. is not a lie. No, absolutely not. <laughs> because everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. Mm -hmm. They're going, is this guy for real? I am for real. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting here at great personal risk and obvious professional risk by talking to you today.
Which is why he came with and zero with- evidence. Right. <laughs> the risk is the aliens are coming to take you away for telling the truth about the cover-up. Just within the last 10 minutes or so, the Pentagon has released a statement to... New- the Pentagon has responded. ...News Nation about this report. They say, to date, Arrow has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. So, the Pentagon responded exactly how you think they would... They keep the conspiracy going right? by the way they respond. We right? have no they comment. Never, no conf- never, we don't confirm nor deny. Nor deny. You know? <laughs> we have no evidence. And then I just think the end of this report was really funny here because they go back and reiterate that this guy has no nothing, basically. But they did the whole report. Alleging that this top secret, top, top secret, secret program is keeping it a secret <laughs> from... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> This is a new classification I have not heard before. <laughs> I told you this is top, funny, top man. Top secret, secret. <laughs> top secret, secret. Double secret probation. <laughs> That this top secret, top, top secret, secret program is keeping the secret from Arrow. So. Right. He's alleging that their <laughs> top secret program, top, top secret, is keeping a secret from the Arrow. Jeremy, I was worried that you were going on is. way too long with this, and I completely take it back. That Thank you. Was so I worth can- it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't believe it as I watched this, and that's why I said <laughs> I had cut a few parts of oh. this story, but I just, like, I couldn't cut any more because the, and this is, my point is, this is every, this is all over. It is. I mean, and Gateway is a place that we love and trust, and he's got it up. Oh, well, of and course. And it's on Drudge. It's, it's red and it's on, How do you not put it up? Right? People are talking about it, but it's, I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous mm-hmm. that this gets play. It's why I called it a distraction. Yeah, I'm giving it to you. Here you go. Distraction of the week. It's been a Thank while you. since we played that. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen to this. Exactly. And if Gresh is what he's saying is true, uh, you know, the spokespeople, all of those folks at that level wouldn't even know wouldn't this even was going on it. anyway. All right. I, I got to ask you, I, I, you know, <laughs> he has a compelling story to tell. Very little of it seems like firsthand knowledge. Isn't he just repeating what somebody else has told him or somebody else has showed him? Yes, that is what he's doing. (laughs) But he says he's talked to a number of people who are in very, very high level positions. He also had basically the highest level of uh, classified material information that he was able to receive. Uh, We went back and checked over, um, you know, his history, all of his credentials. Check out. Check out completely. Uh, unfortunately, there's. In really- addition, a couple of people have come forward publicly to vouch for him. People who are high ranking. They have, they have, and uh, this article first came out this morning, and I think it's interesting that you know there hasn't been any sort of effort to discredit what he has said uh, either from the de- defense department. So interesting. So what happens, you know? And have we had any reaction, by the way, from members of Congress who have been 
been taking this seriously in the last couple of years. We've seen congressional hearings. We've seen NASA's hearing just about a week ago on UFOs or UAPs, whatever you know you prefer to call them. Um, we've seen the DNI give a briefing to the White House on this. When we've been hearing whispers and rumors for years, I remember even former President Trump when he was in office sort of saying, oh my gosh, if you knew what I knew about UFOs. Yeah. So there's always been this intrigue. There has. And think about it, Elizabeth. If you go back 15 or 20 years, if we were sitting here talking about UFOs, people would think that we were nutty. Um, now <laughs> it's gotten to the level of where it is somewhat accepted because the government has come forward to a certain extent and acknowledged that there are these videos that exist. The Navy has released the videos themselves and said, we're not sure exactly what this is that we're seeing. Uh, of course, what, what Gresh is saying really just sort of takes it to the next level. Wait. There so, are also people who believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes. Yeah. Now, I thought it was kind of interesting to think about this guy, Grush. Like, what's his deal? He's a hired like, gun. Is he, is he a hired gun? Totally. He's a hired gun. Is he getting paid? Yep. yep. No question. Or, it's an op. It's obviously an op. It's everywhere at once. Okay, but is he an officials coming out giving a cover? Okay, but is he an op that he he knows he's an op? Yes, that's why you could barely say it without laughing. (laughs) Yes, he's in on it. (laughs) He may not know. He may not know every detail of it. He does. He may not need to know every detail of it. He knows just enough to to go ahead and go out there and make money. Or did all of these? other high-ranking intel officers Ooh. know that he's into ufo conspiracies him up so they've been feeding him this knowledge and now he's the whistleblower that's blowing it up and he's sitting there getting interviewed by the british intel officer investigative reporter and he's realizing how stupid he sounds <laughs> he realizes he got set up <laughs> he got set up i guess it's possible he, i don't know man you gotta watch this video i hope the listeners Link it. Like it make because, sure you put it in the, in the show notes today yeah Link the it's, video. it's worth it to watch this because you you gotta sit now and wonder like all those times that you glanced at the national enquirer and saw the pictures or whatever and you don't buy it and they keep pushing it and they keep pushing it and now there's an even bigger push these ufos and these aliens and you even got this tom burkett this conservative he was one of the holdouts against mccarthy he's a big one about ufos he was on bannon's show talking about it and so now you've got this there's this there's going to be this tie-in now to aliens and UFOs. Right, and flat and earthers conservatives. and vaccine deniers. Yeah, it's just another... Wait, flat earthers? Yeah. I know you're sort of a flat earther. <laughs> you're, Are you you're a round, a round earther? skeptic. A round you're a skeptic. round earther? <laughs> I'm a round earther, yes. I am. I would say, I would venture to you say. You and I flew to the other side of the world together, Jeremy. Okay. You know, I don't remember seeing the edge. Well, you can't see the edge. It's too far away when you're in the middle. I like how it just is a repeating pattern. 
<laughs> Here's what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> it is far more likely that the world is a spinning rounded disc than the U.S. government has aliens, alien bodies, and spaceships that they've acquired yeah, see, that look, they aren't they telling have, us about. They, yeah, you're, you're in the camp. You might as well believe in aliens. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I'm a I didn't say I'm a flat earther. I said that theory is more likely. I think before you dig even deeper of a hole, let's beg for money. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You've arrived at that time in the program where we get to tell you how it is we do business here on the Truth Bait Podcast. You may have noticed we don't have corporate sponsors. We have citizen sponsors. That's you, all of our listeners. And the reason we don't have corporate sponsors is because this is called the Truth Bait Podcast. We would not be able to bring you the truth about aliens about uh you know any of the subjects that we're talking about we wouldn't even be able to just casually mention that people believing that joe biden got 81 million votes is as conspiracy theory kooky as believing that the u.s government is in possession of alien spacecraft and alien bodies uh yeah, the, we would not be able to do that. This is the Truth Bait Podcast. You are our citizen producers, and we ask you, if you feel that listening to this program is bringing you value, please return value to the program, either through time, talent, or treasure. It's called the Value for Value Model. Jeremy, do you want to tell them about time, talent, and treasure? Time, you can, are you skilled at something? Is there something that you're good at doing that this program could benefit from? We want to hear from you. Don't wait for us to ask for things because we're giving you what you think we you can benefit from and what we think we're benefiting from. But you might have something that you think the audience can benefit from that we don't know anything about. Tell us. Suggest it. Offer up ideas, ways that you can help. Uh, you also can take the time to write a review. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can also go to Spotify or wherever you listen to it and rate it. Okay. And that time, the first part of my time blends into the talent part. They're kind of the same thing. You have talent, you have a skill, something you can offer up. You're like a, a graphic artist, or um, maybe you're good at developing websites. We definitely need help with that. Uh, these are ways uh, that you can help the show. We want the show to have many contributors that we still feel. Maybe you can write us in if you disagree. We still feel that is the way to create a unique show here. Uh, for an audience that wants something different than they get sort of everywhere else with every other podcast. You know, a good example is uh, Janice from Arizona who sent the clip of the Universalist Unitarians. Uh, I had seen that clip and I wasn't going to clip it because I had a whole bunch of other stuff. I was already, you know, I thought maybe, okay, maybe, maybe in the next episode... But then Janice wrote in and sent me the link to the very same clip. And I thought to myself, 
okay, this is clearly important to our listeners. It's important to uh, one of our listeners at least. You know what? If one of our listeners is going to write in and they're going to send this clip in and I can make it work and we could definitely make it work in this episode, uh, I'm doing it. And that is what this is about. You are the producers of this podcast. So if there's something that catches your eye that you think is important, send it to us because there's a very high likelihood it's going to make it into the program. And then there's treasure. (laughs) And then there's treasure. Treasure, let me give you a bit of an update, Jeremy. We now have a bank account. It's very exciting. Uh, It is. Yeah, hang on. I'm going to... That's what we're putting into our bank account. We have a bank account and we have a Stripe account. So now all we have to do is figure out how to connect our Stripe account to our website because Stripe will not activate the account fully until it can make connection with our website. So we need to get our website up and live. And when that happens, we will uh, almost instantaneously have the capacity to accept treasure from our producers who that may be their best and easiest way to return value to the podcast. Not everybody has time to surf the web. That's why they're listening to us because we're doing that for them. We're finding these stories for them. And that's the value they're finding. That's great. Plenty have no talent either. (laughs) Some of your hosts have no talent. (laughs) Uh, That's I'm not talking about you, Jeremy. So, uh, yeah, these are there are a number of ways to return value to the podcast. We hope you find value from the podcast and that you are inspired to return value to the podcast. Uh, yes, and write us a truth at truthbait.com. I'm supposed to say you're supposed to say it three times for people to, to really for it to sink in. Truth at truthbait.com. That's two. The third would be this one coming up right now. Truth at truthbait.com. Write us, let us know. Secret, secret, top, top, secret, secret, <laughs> top, awesome. secret. That's going to have to be the name of this episode. Secret, secret, top, top, secret. Uh, yes, I like it. What is the? What was the secret word? Speaking of secrets, what was our secret word for the last? It was yours. I don't remember it now. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Did anybody get it? I don't know it? if anyone got it. Okay, I don't think well, anybody it got it. it so it doesn't matter. Either, it's lost then. Somebody else can go find it still. Should we drop it right and now? Let's do it right now. Let's come up with the secret word right now. The secret word for this episode is UAP. UAP. Okay. And we also need a secret word jingle to go with the election jingle. Not, you yes. Know. Uh, okay. Do you have anything else? That's all I got today. All right. Well, here, let's do... I thought that was enough. That's plenty. And that was... that. I, I definitely thought that was the distraction of the week. It might, yeah. Oh, that could be the distraction of the whole month, <laughs> aside from it is June. Um, okay, let me play. I have a few things and let's we can just knock them out. Here is John Kerry. You remember how you know we talked about the Club of Rome and their exaltation and celebration of 
this book, The Limits to Growth, which is now 50 years old. And their whole concept is that the earth can really only handle at maximum about a billion people before you have to institute draconian dictatorships uh, in order to control people's outputs so you don't overheat the planet. And we're at about 8 billion right now. And so you and I have really come to the conclusion that what we've been witnessing, what's been happening around us between COVID and the global warming issues and all this, what they're really doing is culling the herd. They're looking to bring the global population down through manufactured disease and through starvation. And John Kerry is... Uh, you know, leading the charge. I don't know if you saw the stories a few months ago coming out of the Netherlands, Jeremy, about farms there being being forcibly shut down. They're they're killing cattle all so that they can meet their climate goals. Yeah, okay. I did see some of that stuff. I did not follow it closely, and I really didn't follow it as closely as I should have. Well, it's a war uh, on nitrogen. That's how they're basing this. Is that the that the soil and the nutrients and all the feed and all of this creates so much nitrogen that that's what's going to kill the planet. We're now going on to nitrogen is killing the planet. And, you know, people see these stories and they think, well, that thing, that's not happening over here. Sorry. Uh, and sorry. Um, and, you know, so people are thinking, you know, great, glad that's not happening here. But you know what? It is starting to happen here. Here is John Kerry leading the American effort to destroy agriculture. They're going to make fundamental changes to agriculture, not because of anything having to do with feeding anybody, but for our climate goals. So just remember that climate goals come before nourishment goals. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world, uh, depending a little bit on how you count it, but it's anywhere from 26 to 33. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. A two degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. And you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Doesn't work. So we have to reduce emissions from the food system to keep the 1.5 degrees alive. Why do we have to keep 1.5 degrees alive? Because scientists, as a basis of physics and mathematics, not ideology and politics or party labels or anything else. As a matter of physics and mathematics and some biology and chemistry have told us these are the consequences. And we already see it happening. And almost everything they've predicted for 30 plus years now is coming true. But the problem is it's coming true faster and bigger than was in fact predicted. Again, somebody should definitely let Barack Obama's real estate agent know <laughs> that these disasters are still unfolding. He owns no fewer than two oceanfront mansions. 
hope they don't flood. They are going to starve us out. I love how he says, we won't be the, there'll be 600,000 people we won't be able to feed. And that's why we're going to cut back on agriculture now. When did we cross 8 billion people? How do they know that? Is, it like, no, is there a McDonald's yeah. somewhere that says 8 billion that. people like, served? Just like they know how many illegals are here. You know, 11 million. Come on, really? You know how many? There, I, how, how many years have we been hearing about it being 6 billion? What happened to 7? Been 6 billion. The population of the Earth has been 6 billion years. As far as I know, there's 6 billion people. And uh, until today, till I just heard it was eight billion. And these scientists have been wrong about absolutely everything they've been predicting for the past fifty years. They first were calling it global cooling. We were going to have an ice age. Then they were global warming, and that hasn't materialized either. They were wrong on the COVID uh, predictions. These are the same scientists using the same computer models. They've been wrong about everything. They were wrong about peak oil. Peak oil. They're wrong about everything. Anyway. Even their empirical data? Don't worry about aliens, ladies and gentlemen. Worry about growing your own food because you're going to need to. And you want to form a relationship with a farmer. Form a relationship with somebody raising cattle. You're going to need done it. it. I've done it. We get all of our... We get all of our meat directly from the farmer. Yep. You and I both use the same wonderful farmer, Dave. And um, I I just found my ducks are sitting on like two dozen eggs. Oh, wow. Right now. And I don't have to feed them. That's going to be a lot of pate. It's gonna be a some. It's gonna be a good winter of uh, duck dinners. Twelve to fifteen pounds these ducks are when they're finished, and they eat all the flies. So start raising some ducks of your own. Chickens, ducks, a spare horse, a, just in case. Can you have chickens at your house in yes. Chicago? In Chicago. Yeah. No, I don't think so. We should do it. <laughs> we should do it. And we should make a film about it. How, You're leaving. We're going to have to put, we're gonna have to embed a, a camera on we it because it's going to be stolen should, within, within two days. <laughs> we should put a rooster on your roof. Oh. This would be great entertainment. Um, would you like a World War Three update? Not as much as I want a rooster at your house. <laughs> yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to transition you before you come up with any other fantastic ideas. <laughs> Honey, you're going to love the podcast even more. <laughs> Jeremy suggested we have a rooster. Uh, yeah, so World War III uh, is inching closer and closer. I, you know, I think it's actually just Cold War, manufactured Cold War. Uh, did you see the story about the near collision of the Chinese battlecruiser with a U.S. battlecruiser in the uh, in the South China Sea? I did, actually. Here's a report on it from Canada's Global News. Canada, Canada, it was... 
Technically, it was Canada that was traversing the international waterway with an American escort. If you listen to this story, that's how, that's how this was set up. We've just completed an 18-hour journey of the Taiwan Strait here on HMCS Montreal, and we were joined by an American destroyer that had a close encounter with a Chinese warship. When the Navy travels through this part of the world, they're generally accompanied by Allied ship. Right here is a U.S. warship that will be traveling with the Montreal through the Taiwan Strait. That ship, USS Chung-Hoon. It's been with the Montreal the past few days, but so have Chinese warships, shadowing the rare joint U.S.-Canada mission in the South China Sea, but from a distance. Once the fog cleared in the Taiwan Strait, we shot this video of one of the Chinese ships stepping up their aggression picking up considerable steam coming in from the left, telling the Chung-Hoon over the radio to move or there'd be a collision. The Americans told the Chinese to stay clear of their ship, but ultimately they were cut off and needed to slow down to avoid getting hit. The two ships missing each other by only 150 yards. I'm hoping that uh, that was an isolated incident that, that won't uh, happen again for us. That's the commander of the Montreal, the, can, the Canadian ship. Because we have international law on our side. This is, this is international waters. <laughs> well, that definitely is going to have the Chinese very concerned. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're shaking right now about violating international law. Isn't it convenient the way that there's always a mainstream... Uh, uh, what was the word that you used from the alien <laughs> mainstream credible news source embedded yeah, right. on the ship every time this happens or in the airplane every time there's dangerous maneuvering? You know, that's like the drive-by shootings. Chris from Delavan had texted me about that one. When we played the that, that drive-by shooting that happened right outside the news broadcast, and he was asking, isn't it possible that they staged that? It was another one of those coincidences. Uh, yeah, like you listen, you never know. How they happen, how that, like they, because that, that's happened a lot lately. But I don't too. think the news crew staged it because if they did, it was staged to to reveal uh, <laughs> the news crew melting down and into sh quivering tears on the pavement. But, By the way, that no, might but be that's me happened. Too. That could be me but too. That's I'm, not, happened. I'm not judging. But, <laughs> but that wasn't the first time that's happened. There's been a bunch of those stories lately covering inner city violence where there right. where there's a drive by shooting right where the news crew is. Yeah, and that's. That's the only reason I brought that up yeah, is because hey, you're bringing up this. Yeah, I that. That's, that's possible. You uh, know, and so yeah. you're saying here, it's like, yeah, every time there's one of these kerfluffles between Navy ships, yeah, there's a news camera there. Wasn't there another one we covered in uh, Taiwan or China? Yeah, a they were up, uh, CNN, up in the airplane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. When they were doing the story about it, they got in the thing where they're like, ball back, ball back. Right. Imagine that. What a it's just a coincidence. The uh, so what I found really amazing is that on the same day that I saw that story, I also saw this story. I guess the U.S. Navy doesn't think all near collisions are worth publicizing. New tonight. The man who caught two Navy ships nearly colliding in the San Diego Bay has been ordered to take the camera down. The Navy says the camera's live stream shows military activity in the area, but the camera owner says he has a right to film whatever he wants in a public place. It might be the San Diego webcam today, but if you don't stand up and call foul now, what's it going to be tomorrow? Yeah. 
So if you are embedded with them, you can show all the collisions you want. If it's a collision that embarrasses the United States Navy, First Amendment be damned, you take down your camera. Yeah. Now, his camera was on public land, so it's not like he was filming from his own window. And the government asked the administrators of the public land to take the camera down, and they did. So, but the effect is pretty much the same. And so now, since I want to, but I don't want to drift too far away from China, I want to... Uh, we've played a clip from from these guys in the past, and I want to bring them back because their analysis on China is outstanding. Um, this is, uh, let's see here. Well, th- this clip is actually from from one of their offshoot channels. It's Lao uh, Lao Y eight six L A O W H Y eight six. And uh, between this channel and their companion channel, they do amazing analysis of China. And he has a report uh, about the indoctrination of children in China. And it is absolutely horrifying. Listen to this clip. I want you to understand this two-faced thing I keep talking about. China has two faces, one that it shows the world and one that it shows itself. The image that it shows its own people is a strong military power ready to take on the world and you need to be a cog in that machine so that you can fight off the enemy. The rest of the world has shown a peaceful image of China. It's called China's peaceful rise. The idea that China is developing peacefully and just wants to become a wealthy, developed country and not get in anyone's way. In fact, it's part of their brand to say that they don't get involved in other countries' affairs. And on my live show, we actually covered this with a very, very funny and poignant example. Have a look. This is kind of interesting. So you go to their, their website, their English website, okay? Yeah. Here, here you can see it on the screen. Doesn't that look nice? So, so he's, they're at the Chinese Aerospace website. The official, this is their NASA. So like, yeah, it looks oh, space simple. systems, defense systems, space technology, space <laughs> services, exchanges and cooperation. It looks very nice. So I thought, hey, let's go and see the Chinese version of this website. Sure. So you click Zhongwenban up there. Right. Bam. And it's like, <laughs> what is it's this? The same Soviet website. Union? Yeah, it's <laughs> you the know? same website. Yeah. But um, now all of a sudden it's military application. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, nuclear warheads what? or whatever. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like if that doesn't show the difference in intent yes. for Western audience or I should say Eng- the outside world. This right? is how China works. Yeah, it is. We're in a situation now where it's become fashionable to send your kids to war training camps, to make them little soldiers, to discipline them and teach them that the world is their enemy and they must do everything in their power to become strong enough to defeat that enemy. It's one thing to use some sort of military training to teach discipline to children, and that's a different thing in itself. It's another thing to bring rampant Nazi-like nationalism and fascism to these children to teach them that the rest of the world's trying to kill them. You ever see the videos of Palestinian kids at their summer camps where they're blowing up, they're blowing up Jews, they're blowing up. Yeah. That it it looks exactly like that. It's identical. I'm looking at the, so I went on the site and I can only find the Chinese version. I can't, 
it won't even let me click on the English version. Oh, interesting. Won't open it up. Uh, their other YouTube channel is China Fact Chasers. China Fact Chasers. I really recommend people go look at this for a fantastic look at China from a perspective you are not getting in the mainstream. These guys lived in China for a decade, and they have traveled an arc of being incredibly pro-China to now very skeptical of what is happening oh, in China. That's funny. Yeah, no, now I see what they're... I got the English site. It is exactly like they said. It's like honky-dory... Peace and love, understanding, China, cooperation, space, exploration. Earth right. and the moon, and the satellite, and everything's science and exploring. And then... Yeah, there's a convention with lots of people looking at a spaceship. And then you go on the China site, and it is. There's a big hammer and sickle. Right, big red, red, emblazoned in red. Red, yeah. And very militaristic, very war. Nuclear warheads. Yeah. <laughs> yes, which is identical to what happens in the Arab world where they- I wonder what our site looks like in Chinese. It was like NASA peaceful. or whatever. It looks peaceful. No, they translated into, you know, <laughs> we're coming for the Chinese. <laughs> we're going to put them in our soup. That's what I'm wondering. Like, do we have the same kind of propaganda going on? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But so you have a tremendously dangerous situation they are indoctrinating their people for war, war against the Japanese and war against the Americans. When these children are bayonetting straw, you know, straw men, they're they're these are they're they're adorned as Japanese or they're adorned as Americans. He has video of of Chinese people, you know, uh, viral video, and if it's viral, it means the government is allowing it to be viral, and it's viral video of people stepping on American flags. It's viral video of people just hating foreigners in general. They are really pushing towards hating all foreigners, and they and these guys talk about that when they were first in China, China was so open to. All foreigners, they wanted to open up to the world. They wanted the world to come to them and open up to them. They were like loved foreigners. And now it's a completely different attitude. They hate foreigners now. And that's they say that's all Xi Jinping. And, but it's not all bad news, Jeremy. Would you like some good news? Yeah. The Food and Drug Administration is allowing the import of a chemotherapy drug from China to help ease the nationwide cancer drug shortage right now. This drug, cisplatin, is widely used to treat testicular, lung, cervical, and ovarian cancers. Doctors say cancer patients could die if the nationwide shortage is not resolved and they don't have access to treatment and drugs. More than a dozen cancer drugs are currently in short supply. I will say this is not the first time that something like this has happened. Over a decade ago, there was a shortage of a chemotherapy agent called Doxel, and the FDA behaved similarly at that time, allowing importation of drugs so that cancer patients could get their treatments. <laughs> so this happened a decade ago, and we learned nothing. Nothing. We did nothing to prepare for it. And now we are reliant on a communist regime that is... Uh, totally preparing its population for war against us. We're reliant on them for our cancer drugs. 
I just think we possibly are the dumbest nation on the planet. I don't know how we ever reached the heights we did. It's, uh, yeah, not looking pretty. I, I checked out our Space Force website. Uh, it has a statement by Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin on Pride Month. And <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, they have the, a, the Chinese us, have a pride flag about, too. It's just every stripe is red. Yeah, the about us section leads off with diversity. So, mm, nah, we're not looking too strong. I'm going to bring you more uh, in another episode of what these guys are are talking about. It's absolutely fascinating. They have I couldn't prep it in time for this episode, but I'll do it for the next episode where they're talking about riots that are occurring in a region of China. Nobody's talking about this, but it basically is the next. They're now pretty much done uh, with the Uyghur project, and they're now moving on to uh, uh, ethnic Chinese Muslims. And it is uh, a very uh, interesting story that people should hear. And fascinating because, again, it just, you know, it's, I'm just blown away by all of these black athletes in this country who ostensibly identify with the nation of Islam. They are, uh, in theory, they're Muslims and they're making bank off of the, the total oppression and murder of Muslims in China. They don't care. They do not care. Anyway, is there a conflict there? Right. So, <laughs> uh, I want to play this preacher for you, Jeremy. I came across this video. I sent it to you. You didn't respond. I don't know if you watched it. Uh, I was absolutely blown away by this video. I can't take my eyes off this guy. I want to produce a series about this guy. I think we're going to have to raise oh. money. Yeah. You know what? Because something happened. I started to watch it, and then something. Like my kid fell off the roof or something. I had to put my phone down. I couldn't finish watching it. You know, I have kids fall off. I mean, they didn't really. (laughs) My kid didn't really fall off the roof, but I thought you might buy that excuse. (laughs) Yeah. So you you'll have to watch this whole video. I uh, if you go up on the on our Twitter feed at Truthbait, you'll see I posted a link up there. Uh, This is unbelievable. This is the the Twitter handle is. Salt of thy earth. Salt of thy earth. And this preacher, he is bold. This guy goes, you know, you, a lot of times you'll see street preachers, they're on a corner somewhere. You know, kind of in, you know, randomly, it would seem. They're in a, you know, in a populated area. They go where people are going are, are going by. This guy is extremely strategic. He is He's more than just a preacher. He's an activist, I think. And maybe you'll have a different opinion. This video is uh, its titled, All Saints Church Attempt to Murder Preacher. Now, murder might be exaggerating a little bit. Definitely assault. Didn't even attempt. They did assault him. Uh, and uh, he's outside of this church, and he's there's a pride flag hanging from the it's not just a pride flag it's the progress trans pride flag so you know the the original pride flag the original gay pride flag was just the stripes 
And now they have the arrow that points in, which is the trans, which is basically, you know, taking over the rest of the flag. And then now they have a, well, they, they put a circle in the middle of the arrow, and that's the progress trans flag, which I find very interesting that it's the same sort of circle that you found in the O from Obama, uh, which also was progress. So he's like, this is the, the, I almost feel like this is Obama behind all of this when I see that. Uh, and he is talking to people who are walking into the church and he's basically saying, uh, you, you're sinning, you're going to hell. And people are not happy about it. Well, that's good. I, that's good. Amen. I, I would like for you to stand out here because you project what you're learning from this church, which is to be of the devil, which is to be of no patience, which is to lie, and to be of violence. Be of violence? Yes, you just threatened to spit on me, did you not? Because you're standing out here it, there, harassing there's no, people. There, okay, even if that was true, does God tell you to be violent towards them or does he tell you to bless your enemies? Am I your enemy? Absolutely. Then bless me. Then don't get mad at me. Pity bless me. You. Why would I bless you? Because that's what God tells you to do. But it's yeah, not it the difference between me and you. Yeah, it is. The difference is I don't stand out of people's places where they gather mm -hmm. and insult them and tell them that they're going into a demonic church. That's what the Bible says they are. What does the Bible say? The Bible. Really? I'll tell you. Do you want to learn? I'll tell you. The Bible says. <laughs> You're hysterical. You're the, trying to the, teach me what the Bible says? Yes, that's my job as you a You don't preacher. even know how to fix the curls in your hair. I'm telling you what the Bible says. The Bible says that God resists the prideful, right? So why do you have a pride flag when God specifically says he resists the prideful? Oh my now you're now, now 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 you're using God's word name in vain. You've cursed. You've you used God's name in vain. Do you really believe that you're of God, or do, are you agreeing that you're of the devil? Which is it? Because you're you're doing nothing, God. You want to get knocked in the head right now? So now you're vain. I don't need to go to this church anymore. I can knock you the f out. That's fine. <laughs> Have you ever heard a preacher like that? Uh. Yeah, says. I mean, I've I've heard some some street preachers. He's a little bit. I don't know how to how I would describe it. He's I guess. triggering. He's, he is triggering these people <laughs> intentionally. I think. Is it? I, how did it start off? It well, the I mean, beginning of the video is what I played. It is. It he has. He's been, it would seem, from the context of the things that he says in this video, he's been out there, and that other people say, he's been out there for an hour. He's in front of this church. He's standing on the sidewalk. People could go in. He's uh -huh. not blocking anybody. He just, as people are going in, I believe he is telling them that they are that they are sinners and that, that it's demonic and they're, they're going to go to hell. And he doesn't want them to go to hell. They're entering into a church that has this pride flag above it. And it uh -huh. is, you know, it's definitely a, a very alternative group of people going into the church. Now, most people, they respond to just by, you know, they walk past him. They don't, they don't get triggered by him. But, you know, this guy reels in the triggered like fish. Let, was he reading? Like, was he reading He doesn't appear to be reading anything. No, he does not appear to be reading anything. Now, you don't see him, though. He's wearing like a body cam. All you see are his okay. hands. And this is 
what is amazing about this, uh, it's part of what scrambles these people's brains. You can't tell by listening to this, but the preacher is black. Now, knowing that, listen again to what this guy says who's triggered by him. The Bible's... I'll tell you. Do you want to learn? I'll tell you. The Bible says. <laughs> You're hysterical. You're the, trying to the, teach me what the Bible says? Yes, that's my job. As you a don't preacher. even know how to fix the curls in your hair. I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I was like, is this guy a rabbi or something? Isn't that amazing? He is a black man on the street preaching against sinning. And he does it in a fairly. Yeah, you know, provocative way. It's almost, it's not provocative. Provocative is the wrong word. He just is very blunt about it. He's not, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. Yeah, but that's where I'm like put back a little bit where I was like, what's the context of this? Like, is he, is he actually like reading scripture or is he standing there, you know, calling them sinners or whatever? Because, like, for me, I'm not a preacher, but if I were going to do something like this, I would probably myself stand and just read God's word because there's no argument with God's word. And if I'm speaking apart from that, even if I'm sophisticated and educated in God's word, I don't have that to fall back on or use as a as a justification or to defend my position and defend God's word basically what I'm standing there to proclaim is his truth so I would I'd feel a little bit I it, it, it's it would be it'd be helpful to kind of know what he's or how he's approaching these people because I don't think he, he doesn't if approach he's standing anybody. there he stands and and shouts loudly he doesn't approach anybody really these people are approaching him now he's not he doesn't appear to be reading any scripture but he seems to be trying in a way to save these people's souls i'll take him at his word that that's what he's trying to do but he's definitely trying well, to he he is making a sport out of drawing out their demons. He sees these people as possessed with demons and I think that he is looking to draw them out to expose that, that this may, is demonic what is happening. Well, that that could be, but I'm not I would say from my from my perspective, at least from what I've heard is that might not be the the best or most effective right. no, way you're, to do yes, it. And he's yes, certainly not this able to say... This is why it's so say, fascinating, Jeremy. This is why I want he, to do a series on this guy. He's certainly not able to save souls. Only God can do that. But we are called to share the gospel, and we are called to uh, call out sin and identify sin for what it is. But like I said, if it were me, I would stand there with the Bible itself. Yeah, but you said you're not a preacher. Let them. And it does, this isn't about you, Jeremy. <laughs> this isn't about you. <laughs> I know it's not. Guy. But I, if it were about you, it wouldn't I, be interesting. I wouldn't be making a series about your preaching because you'd be. No, you know, but I'm just trying to understand what. <laughs> 
I'm trying to understand what was going on here or how. Well, it go. I recommend you go to his web, go to his go to his YouTube channel. Go to Salt of Thy Earth, and and take a look at what this guy has going on. I I'm being cheeky with you. I am extremely interested in your response. This is why I sent it to you in the first place because it strikes me as uh, some cross between fascinating and counterproductive depending on what the goal is and i would imagine that it's going it will inspire a very wide range of reaction in people from across the spectrum um so what yeah what was your there's a whole take? first amendment issue going on here this guy what was your what's that what was your take on this guy like how did it come across to you as a as somebody that i think is he's not being provocative I think he's being provocative. I am in no position to judge whether or not this is Christian, what he's doing. If it is, if any Christian would approve of it, I'm certainly in no position to judge that. I'm so completely fascinated by it uh, because he is going in and being, he's disrupting their safe space. And these are people that have mm-hmm. no trouble taking over an intersection or storming a bank or shutting down a restaurant to make you uncomfortable in your safe space. And this guy comes along. He doesn't shut down anything. He just stands there right. and says what he says. And they are completely disrupted in their safe space. And it is the crime of the century. So I love that. And I love that he does it in areas where he is protected by the First Amendment. So everything he's doing becomes a First Amendment test and, frankly, a First Amendment education for the people that are triggered by him. And for Uh me, I think that's fabulous. And I do think these people, uh, I, I don't know that you need religion to think that these people are demonic. There is something demonic going on. These people are who are triggered by him are have such a darkness inside of them and he is able to bring it out. He's able with very little effort to expose how dark they are. Listen to this is just the second half of this clip. This is him being attacked. Some tranny comes up and attacks him. You've been sitting here for yes, the last sir. two hours. This is a guy who's he's carrying a skateboard. He's wearing a skirt and pants and he has an eye patch and long blonde hair. He's the trans pirate of Pasadena. You've been sitting here for yes, the last sir. two hours. And the first thing he does is take a swing at him. He, says, he doesn't even finish his sentence. He walks up to him and says, you've been standing here for two hours. He says, yes, sir. Why do you think he swung at him? Because he said, yes, sir. <laughs> listen, care- <laughs> listen carefully. This guy is so brave. He's really brave. This guy, the, the person who comes up to him with the skateboards, an unhinged lunatic with a weapon. And and this preacher does not give up ground. He he physically gives up physical ground. He backs away from him. He does not give up any narrative ground at all. You've been sitting here for yes, the last sir. two hours. Back up, you piece of shit. You're a man. You need to back up. Call me a man one more. He said, "Call me a man one more time." Did you hear that? Yeah. You're a man. You need to back up. Call me a man one more. Back, back up, man. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back up, man. Hey, someone call the cops. 
Now, just so you, just to make sure you understand what happens there here, the the person he had been originally talking to, who was saying you can't even fix your curls right in your hair, now yeah. he is with the lunatic. He's following behind the lunatic, egging the lunatic on. You should take his camera. You should break his camera. And he's and he's documenting the whole thing. He is an accessory to an to an assault now, wow. and the other guy is assaulting him. Someone call the cops. Calm down. Calm down, demon. Calm down. He's calling him demon. Calm down, demon. I hear because I love you. Don't hit me. Do you hear that? Leave. It sounds satanic. I hear because I love you. Don't hit me with that. Don't hit me with that. He's drooling. Wow. I mean, it is. This guy can make me believe in demons. This is unbelievable. Someone contact the police. And he's holding his skateboard like he's going to hit him with it. Leave. Calm out. down, demon. Contact the police. Church. Get away from I'm not here to hurt now. you. Calm. He's lucky that this preacher is not Kyle Rittenhouse. Calm down, brother. I can get you help. I can get you help, man. You want to get some- He keeps calling him brother and man. <laughs> Which is just... Uh, yeah. Well, I don't see that. I don't like. I don't take that as actually trying to trigger him. No, I t- I, no to no. me that comes across sincere. I'm like right. he sounds like he's, he's actually brave. there. He's being brave. Right. He's not giving in to the narrative pressure to like. He's he's not going to acknowledge this person as a woman. It's clearly not a woman. It's a man, and he's trying to attack him. It's not a woman trying to attack him. It's a man trying to attack him. Someone help! Calm down. All right. Relax. I don't want you to go to jail. You've already assaulted me. Dude, you're the one Calm that's out down. there instigating. And now I've got Calm a little down, video. Brother. You've What's been instigating your... for two hours. Talk to me. You're the one going to jail. Talk to me. All right. No, then I'm let... not talking. I'm not, I'm not your enemy, all right? You're about to be. Why? Why are you calling me your enemy? Because you're sitting out here slandering everybody. I'm not slandering. Yes, telling people been. that we are butchering children and that we're mutilating children and ourselves the the is wrong with you that's what transgenders do calm down brother don't make me defend myself come on i'm not trying to hurt you we're not going to take it seriously i'm on your side you're not on anyone's side calm down you don't live in pasadena you're calm down people i don't want you to go to jail brother calm down causing problems don't do that so what you heard there was the police car arriving and then the guy immediately drops his skateboard. Down. I don't want you to go to, to jail, here. brother. Calm down. Causing problems. Don't do that. And that's the skateboard hitting the ground. Now is the is the is the preacher is he by himself or is there does he have a cameraman? What's it does not appear there? that he has any cameraman. He appears to be by himself. Wow. Very brave. Very brave. I think he's provocative. I think he's triggering. I think he's based. Like I, maybe the best way I would describe him is he's a based preacher. Hmm. He has resigned himself to the fact that preaching the Lord's word is going to bring out demons to attack him, and he's all in. Well, this, see that I. That, but see, that's why I said, like, was he act like, 
was he actually preaching? Was he reading God's word? He was not or reading was scripture. He, he was he he seems to verbally warn people that their sinning is going to lead them to hell. Okay. Well, that's true. It's very interesting. I, I would like you, if you could, I'm going to give you a homework assignment, Jeremy. Go look at more of his videos. I'm not kidding. I want to produce a series about this guy. He's fascinating. And I don't think people could take their eyes off of him, no matter where, they're, no matter what perspective they're coming from. What's his, uh, what you said? Salt, salt of it. thy earth, T-H-Y, salt of thy earth. Is it dot com? No, no, no. That's on the, that's on YouTube. Sorry, that's his YouTube. Oh, okay. Because I was looking for a website and I couldn't find it. Yep. All right. Well, that was, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Okay. That's uh, take stuff. that, everybody. <laughs> uh, my last thing that I will play is Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly is no longer going to play the pronoun game, and she used to be very pro trans pronouns. She had trans people on her show. She was very. She was wanted to be respectful and seen as forward thinking and now she is done with that it is beyond time to stand up to the trans lobby that means to deprive women of their spaces and rights to the men who pose as trans women to gain access to places like sorority houses only to exploit the women who'd been strong-armed into welcoming them to the men who grow their hair long throw on a dress pop on their tiktok filter and then threaten to kill us if we object to them coming into our private spaces, to the mutilation of our children by money-driven doctors and the rape of our imprisoned sisters and the theft of our medals and opportunities to win. How can we stand up to any of this if we are complicit? How can we fight for facts if we participate in this fiction that a man can become a woman, that transitioning is possible? And then we try to say, no, she cannot come into our locker rooms or bathrooms or swimming lanes or sororities. We try to say, no, Target, she can buy her bathing suit with the extra fabric to hide her penis in some other store. It doesn't make sense because it isn't true. And we know it's not true. And to pretend that it is true is to foster a lie that is hurting too many people, almost all of them girls, women and girls. They say pronouns are a gateway drug. They open the door to these lies that lead to real harm to real females. They are a clever rhetorical trick that forces you to see the argument about women's spaces before you've ever even spoken one word of substance. Children should not be subjected to these dangerous interventions in school or at the hands of so-called medical professionals. The facilities that allow it must be stopped or shut down. For these reasons, I have resolved to base my conversations around gender on the same tenets that already govern my life, truth and reality. I will not use preferred pronouns, a decision motivated by a growing alarm over women's rights and the safety of children. I will speak to a trans person kindly and with empathy. In their presence, I will likely try to avoid pronouns altogether as I have no wish to intentionally provoke or upset anyone. But I will not take this gateway drug anymore because I have a daughter 
because I am a woman, an adult human female. Because for far too long, I failed to see the harm and therefore helped cause it. Yeah, she did. A lot of women did uh, across the political spectrum uh, who, you know, they, they were so programmed to be the victim, identify with the victim, and the oppressor is always the white male. And so therefore, these people, these trans people, they're clearly the newest victims of the evil white male patriarchy. That was the original instinct. And now that it has finally gotten to the point where it's metastasized into their real worlds... Now they're now they're now it's time to be upset. And you know the thing that actually is a little irritating to me is that she's sitting here blaming all men. Basically, men well, where are doing she, this. Where does she? Where does she? Her get right, off? Right, exactly. Proclaiming <laughs> that she's a woman. <laughs> I just find it. I'm look. I'm really glad that she has finally arrived at a what should have been a reasonable, obvious place to be from the very beginning. I appreciate that she is taking some ownership for the fact that she, you know, helped uh, uh, helped the propaganda flourish by being a part of it, um, and uh, hopefully other people follow suit. Well, she did own up to it. I give her that. You know, I mean, she did say she helped contribute yeah. to it. So, you right, know, that you know, I would. I give her credit for that. But you know what? I also don't like that she's just making it about women. This is about men and women, boys yeah, and girls. Yeah, that I agree with. Yeah. And so then I, what is she going to do? She's just going to turn this into another women's issue? I'm sorry, but these women's issues help to usher in this entire uh, industrial complex of victimhood. So yeah, I'm sorry, ladies. You safe. do own a piece of this. I don't know if I would feel safe in the same bathroom as that guy with the skateboard myself i wouldn't feel safe in the same city with that guy well that's it ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) that might be the happiest episode we've ever had thank you for listening to the truth made podcast i hope you have a fabulous week we come to you every Tuesday and Friday without fail. Stay away from bearded lady skateboarders. Yep. Jeremy, people don't even realize the the sacrifices we've made to make sure that this podcast comes to them every Tuesday and Friday. No, it took us a whole day to just to get our software working today. We've brought you this show through major illness. Surgeries. surgeries you, that, that, that the listeners didn't even know about. Vacations. And yet we still bring you the Truth Bait Podcast. We are dedicated to you because you are dedicated to us. Write us a truth share. at Truth Bait. Yes, share the show. Share the show. Rate the show, Rob D. And don't and forget our secret else. password. Our secret word, which we're not going to say now. We already said it, so for those of you that tried to skip ahead to get the secret word, you're going to have to go back and listen to the whole show. Yep. We tricked you. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's very quiet. Uh, uh. All right. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Mr. Marcus. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. To the best of my ability. <laughs> I have confidence you will be here. And now back into the sea of clickbait with us all. <laughs>